Welcome to Honey Listen Podcast, a podcast where we talk about any and everything, okay? I am your host, J to the, E to the, S to the, Jess, y'all already know, it's just the one and only, and we are back with part three of our series, Normalize This. Can you guys believe it? Oh, time has just been flying, and we have been having great conversations about what needs to be normalized, not now, but right now, okay? And today is no different. We're talking about two amazing topics, in my opinion, and that is courting and the black family dynamic, okay? And you know, like I know, you want to hear what I have to say about that. So, um, <clears throat> honey, listen. <laughs> so, our first stop is courting. And more specifically, courting before marriage. Um, hmm. Let's start with the definition of courting. Okay, or um, to court with the, um, which is to be involved with someone romantically, typically with the intention of marrying them. Okay, that's the definition that I um, I got when I was, you know, like, let me, you know, how do I tell these folks what this is? That's the you know, definition that I got. <laughs> but, um, now some people are probably like, how's that different from dating? Like the definition that I just gave y'all, how's that different from dating? Like, um, just make it make sense. Well, boo, the difference between dating and courting is that one leads to marriage while the other, um, the other one may or may not, you know? So when you court, you have made up in your mind that the woman you are pursuing is the one. Okay, so... I was trying to, like, when I worked that out and I thought about it, I was like, just people going to be like, mm, the definition, you could still do that in date. But like I said, the key difference is one, you are intentionally deciding to marry this person. And the other one is like, eh, you might be a, you might not. Plain and simple by definition. All right. So... Recording, you have made up your mind that you're making this woman your wife. You're wooing her. It's much more intimate. You guys are more vulnerable with each other. And from my research, there is only intimate, intimate, physical contact when the two of you are married. Do I need to repeat myself? Do I need to say that again for somebody in the back? Say it louder for the people in the back? I think I should. Let me clear my throat on this one for real. (sighs) Okay. In courting, in courting, you two do not have physical, intimate physical contact, which means fucking. 
<laughs> okay, fucking oral, anal, all that, you know, <laughs> all that is off the table until y'all are married. Um, versus when you're dating and, you know, you be like, I'm in the mood, you know, let's, let's get into it. Like, that's just, you know, how I can sum it up for y'all. <clears throat> and when a couple decides to court, they have made the decision to honor God with their bodies. So that's the difference. Major difference, you know, because when we date, because y'all, I've dated I've been courted once, but found out the nigga wasn't shit, and so it ended. And, um, yeah, you know, that's really, I feel like, the major difference, that physical. And when you court, I feel like it's a more intentional love, and you do a lot more things intentionally because you're trying to get to know the person better versus dating. Like, you can do the same thing when you date, but not really because you can break up with that person anytime just that's just that's just that on that (laughs) but um it is just it's different this day and age too i am well aware of how the dating scene has changed from um when our parents was dating you know all the way back to our great-grandparents or even before that you know like it's different. I'm aware of that. I've participated in it. But I feel like people should definitely court more because and call me call me old fashioned, but you gain a new level of respect for a person when you court, in my opinion. You know, you're honoring God, your body, and it's just intimacy on a level that this generation is getting mine. It's all wow, just this generation is missing out on. That's really what I feel like. Cause I'm by nature, I think this is just me. I don't know. I don't know too many people like me, but I'm a very intimate person. And when I hear courting, I'm like, yes, I might be romanticizing it. A little more than it really is, but listen, this journey I'm on in life, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I'd rather be courted than dated because I've dated some people, some characters. Some people didn't even get past the talking stage, but it's just different. It really is different. And I really, you know, I just feel like you can learn a few things from courting. And it's literally everything you need to know about the person you'll be marrying. Okay. And that is a major benefit of courting. Okay. The oneness that you receive from getting to know your future spouse. Okay. Like, who y'all. Mm, I'm not going to get on my soapbox today because I feel like we need, we have, we have a lot to talk about, but if people be like, what's the, you know, because some people be like, well, how does that benefit me? Like, what do I learn if I do that? Like, first of all, can we stop always thinking that we have to benefit from something if we do it? Can, can we normalize that? Damn. Can you just be happy you did it? Shit. I'm, mm, I'm feeling some type of way. Like, uh, courting is dope. 
Okay, you guys can even do your research on it. Like, of course, the way I'm talking about it definitely will be different depending on what you read. Because some some articles I was looking at and reading on and doing res- um, research for um, today's episode was talking about, you know, courting is like an arranged marriage or courting is similar to an arranged marriage. I'm like, okay... See, I don't, I, don't, mm, I don't really like that part. I don't really like that. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> so um, I don't. Mm, I don't feel like courting is similar to arranged marriage because you know you're picking the person that you want to marry. But like I said, it's a different day and scene this day and age. So. But yeah, so another thing about courting, though, that was um, what I felt was a question people ask is, how long do you court? How long do you court? Um, Well, it's really until your man pops the question. Ladies, your man pops the question. You're not supposed to be looking for your husband. Okay. Let me say that again. Even in the Bible, it says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. A man that finds, finds a wife, finds a good thing. Um, I'm tired of women like, I can't find my husband because you're not supposed to be looking, sweetie. He's supposed to be looking for you. So just do what you need to do to better yourself so you can be found. <clears throat> anyway, back to what I was saying. But courting should not be like no, you know, 5, 10, 15 years type shit. Like, nigga, we, you're, you've been courting me for that long. Where's my ring? Where's the marriage? Where's our union? Where's the wedding? You know? No. So you, you're courting with the intention to marry a person. And it should not be, yeah, he's been courting me for 15 years, girl. I'm still waiting on the, on the ring. Huh? You sure he not just dating you, baby? And you just being stupid. I don't know. But everybody different. But that's that's my two cents on it. <laughs> but courting uh, marriage is the end goal. So, yeah. And this was normal back in the day, y'all. And some people still practice it, but... Y'all, I'm telling you, when I say we need to get back to it and stop wasting folks' time, stop wasting their love, their feelings, emotion, all that, love with intentions, be transparent, be straightforward about what you want with this person. And if you don't know yet, say that, but I feel like in this generation, this day and age, a lot of us love wasting somebody's time. And it's like, your next breath within a second isn't even promised so stop playing damn y'all be getting on my nerves or whatever but like I said that's that's another discussion for another day but listen after y'all court and y'all get married you know after you've been popped the question and you guys have the wedding you both lived your lives as a married couple you you know then you you know you consummated your marriage you know you was courting doing your thing 
now now what you think you know you, you, know, you know you consummated your marriage I think I'm saying that word correctly consummated either way y'all fucked to like <laughs> y'all had sex like you know the honeymoon you know you're supposed to say yourself to marriage you, you know you consummate your marriage you know you lay in the bed with your partner and you have sex make it official but <laughs> it's so funny Oh, but maybe you guys, you know, you're, you, you brought life into the world. So that was great. And now you guys have become a family. Uh, yes. But for some people, some of our beautifully melanated people, you become a black family. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Let me tell you why this topic is on the list. The black family dynamic. Now, it is true. We are starting to see more representation. So, I'm not saying it's not like you don't see a black family being portrayed. But I feel like we still don't see enough of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see some commercials and ads here and there showing a happy black family but the kids or the mother looks like they're they're definitely mixed. Like there's there's not a uh I don't because I'm trying to figure out how to say this because I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not saying you can't be you come from two completely black parents and you don't look you know, mixed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not down in interracial relationships or marriages or kids or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when they show these families, it's like I don't get to see myself. You know, I don't see my mom. I don't see my dad. I don't see my grandma, my grandpa, my cousins. I don't see that. You know, I like my future kids or cousins, nieces, nephews to see a family and be like, wow, I see myself. You know, it's the importance of representation for me. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. That's what I'm trying to get at. Because it's crazy how even in some of the shows we used to watch, our darker skin counterparts were being replaced with light skinned mothers and daughters. Like, as a kid, I remember being like, what's, what's the, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Like, um, uh, for, oh, I'm going blank. What is it? What is it? Fresh Prince. When they switched out on Viv. You don't think we noticed these switched out on Viv? You don't think we gonna notice that? Okay, now both the ladies were great at Viv's, but <clears throat> if she wasn't dark skin and Viv, I, I just, I really wasn't trying to watch the episode. You know, I'm just going to say that. And even my wife and kids, they switched out. Um, Damn, what is this girl's name? Is it Claire? Claire was dark skin. Then all of a sudden we got shorty with the long curly hair, light skin. What, what the fuck? You know, that's all I'm saying. But I'm not here to bash those shows at all. Okay, I am thankful we as a black community have some kind of representation like that. Because if we take a look into history, the black family 
systematically and you um intentionally y'all stay getting broken up like this dates back all the way to slavery when the master of the plantation would sell off wives and husbands mothers fathers and children and it was almost always as punishment to their slaves and not too many people understand why that was and if y'all don't mind you know well, let me give you a little more knowledge and insight on the power that black people possess. Okay? The plantation owners knew how much family meant to our ancestors and the dynamic it was and still is, you know, has such a powerful thing and meaning to us. You know, they saw the strength and the love that came from that and took it away every chance they could get. Whether it be coming in late at night raping the mother or even some plantation masters raping the fathers or forcing sons to have sex with their mothers. The term motherfucker is literally like, yes, quite literally had slaves fucking their moms. So by any way they could break down this family, this strong, beautiful thing, they took their chance. And they still, they still do to this day. And it didn't stop there though, like, (laughs) and y'all please don't quote me on this part because I was calling my mom, my dad, my grandma, I was calling everybody to, um, you know, back me up on this because I learned this in my African-American history class. Shout out to Bennett's. But it bells do it well. Thank you for this. But um, like Section 8 in low-income housing, there are certain rules set in place about a man living in the home. And from what I was taught and even told, they used to go through your trash to see if a man um, or even someone not on the paperwork was living there. So that's also breaking up family structures. But men were not. And my mom was like, kind of trying to tell me what she could because she know she mom isn't that old but she was trying to say yeah men couldn't live with the women you know and that's breaking up like I said the family structure not having the man in the home it's like that is and was real that also ties into stereotypes like people like to make fun of people like oh your mom you don't know your dad or your mom is a single mom you know like that's the stereotype for black families like oh or um even how many dads do you have i recall and i know she didn't mean this and y'all i'm not gonna say her name but somebody i grew up with i was at her birthday party she was a different race she was caucasian and she um um my dad had called me to talk to me and she was like oh who's on the phone and i was like my dad and she was like which one and i was like i, I remember i just like paused and looked at her like i'm about to slap the fuck out this bitch and i was like we all have the same dad and she was like oh i'm just like 
there's so many moments in my life where I've had to look at a um, Caucasian person and be like, but did you just, did you just say, y'all, but I charge it to her head, not her heart, because I don't really think she knew my situation like that, but those stereotypes, that shit does hurt, and I really wish the world would stop pretending like, oh, black women and black men just don't want to be with each other or where the, you know, it's problematic, stuff like that. No, no. Black love, that love is so unmatched, okay? This makes me even think about last week's episode with the protecting the black woman. I will say this because I, I was getting some feedback on um that episode. Black love is amazing. I am a strong stand for black love. And I do believe that black men and black women both have experienced or still experience traumatic experiences systematically and generationally. If that is, I don't know if that's a word. But, you know, we both experience some shit in this world, which is why we can come together and love each other the way we do. Because I see you, black men. And the black men tell me, I see you, black woman, and we can heal each other. We've hurt each other, for sure, but we can also heal each other and have a beautiful black family dynamic because that's what the world doesn't want to see. But um, let me get off my soapbox. Let me get off my soapbox. But yeah, that definitely breaking up the family, stuff like that, having laws and breaking up the um, families of slaves has a huge part of stereotypes and so that's why we need to see more of the black family dynamic damn it (laughs) okay we are a force to be reckoned with and these folks know it that's why we don't get to see us on the regular they know when we're united we cannot be stopped that black love is something else okay very much real And I think it should be normalized because the representation is needed. We need more of it. I want to see more of my people being in love and it not always be, you know, portrayed as something that's, oh, he came from the hood, she came from the hood, or she came from suburban lifestyle and he came from the hood. No, we've, okay, stop sleeping on us. Stop playing with us. You know, I want to see more beautiful black families just being these people's worst nightmares and our ancestors' most fondest dreams, okay? And I don't know who started this shit, but I'm here to normalize it, okay? We gonna normalize the black family dynamic and we gonna normalize courting, okay? That's, That's just that on that but um thank you guys for joining me yet again for another episode of honey listen okay make sure you are staying connected with us by following us on instagram and twitter at honey listen let me let me spell that out for you as honey x listen Okay, and our Twitter page is currently going under some changes. So <laughs> if you find us and see one post, you're like, what the fuck? She only got one post. Mind your business. <laughs> okay, you're not lost. It's okay. It's us. 
it's just going under some construction right now. But um, also, please, sir, please, ma'am, if you can, if you don't mind, if you have a little time, go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest rate and an honest review of our um podcast y'all okay because we're trying to grow and expand here at honey listen i'm trying to give these folks something a little run for their money okay so help your girl out please help jess out so um and listen y'all i've been working on some side projects okay i've been brainstorming and cooking in the kitchen on um the next move for the podcast and i think you're gonna like it okay I really think y'all gonna like it. I've I've gotten I think a little bit better and better with this podcast thing, you know. So I can't wait to release some more fun things to you guys. But of course, you're gonna have to stay tuned and find out because because what y'all say y'all say it with me. All right, I'm gonna give y'all three, two, one. Because honey, listen.